Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. This week I was praying and I was praying concerning the war that's taking place in Ukraine. And as I was in the middle of praying about this situation, the Holy Spirit sent me to a particular scripture. And the scripture that he brought to my mind was Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. I'm going to read that scripture to you, and it's the New King James Version of the scripture. And it reads, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, I meditated on that scripture because even though I was praying concerning the war in the Ukraine, I didn't see the connection. But the Holy Spirit wanted me to see it from a different perspective, from God's perspective. And so I studied that scripture. The part of the scripture that he kept bringing back to my mind was worlds were framed. So I looked up that scripture and that particular portion of the scripture that says that the worlds were framed. And I looked it up in the Bible exposition commentary for that particular scripture, which is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. And let me share with you what it shared with me. First of all, the terms worlds were framed. When we're talking about worlds, we're talking about the ages, A-G-E-S, or the times. And what the ages are is all that exists in time and space. So God is talking about there that the worlds were framed. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. So he's saying the ages, which is all that exists in time and space, were framed by his word. So there's a purpose behind what we see. Not only did God create the universe, but he administered each phase of time during the course of history. So God is working a process of fulfilling his will. The words, words were framed, as I told you before. Let's take the word frame. It's a Greek word means to, meaning to equip. So it means that God equipped each age or time that exists, all the time and space that exists. He equipped it to meet his purpose and his purpose for that particular time. So what the Holy Spirit is saying is that what's happening in the Ukraine, the war that's going on in the Ukraine, it's a part of God's purpose. He has a purpose behind that war. Even though he wasn't the initiator of that war, it was the initiated by a person in Russia, Vladimir Putin, the leader of Russia, initiated going into the Ukraine. There's a purpose behind this whole war. And it's all a part of God's plan, his plan for the ages. And the other scripture that the Holy Spirit brought to me concerning that particular situation in the Ukraine was Jeremiah chapter 1 and it's verses 1 through 9. And it reads, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, 
to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Did you hear that? Again, I'm talking about when I was praying about the war in the Ukraine. God first started off by letting me know that everything that exists in time and space is based on what he spoke by his word. The words were framed. The words were framed by his words. And then he went on here with the book of Jeremiah when, with, when he was calling Jeremiah into his ministry as a prophet. He gave Jeremiah an assignment and told him what he would be doing. And he tied it into my question about the Ukraine. What God is saying is that through when he called Jeremiah, Maya, he told him that he's putting his words, of course, in his mouth. And the second part, he said, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. So I looked up the word nations because God wanted me to take a look at this this question I had about the Ukraine, what I was praying about the Ukraine. He's answering me in total. He's giving me the total picture of what's happening in Ukraine from his perspective, how he sees it. And that's what he wants us to do. His people, he wants us to see it from his perspective and how it ties into his plan, his divine plan and his providence for the world and for the nations of the world and for the kingdoms of the world. So first I looked up nation and the word is an English word nation. It refers to a word, the root word called goyim. It's G-O-Y-I-M. And that word goyim is derived from a word called gawi. G-O-W-Y, and it's a Greek word, and it means body. So a nation is a body of people, a corporate body of people. So that's what a nation is. And then I took a look at kingdom because God spoke to Jeremiah about nations and kingdoms. And kingdom, again, it's an English word. It's broken down in terms of king and dumb. So the king, and it's in the jurisdiction of a king. A kingdom is the territory or country subject to a king. And it's an undivided territory under the dominion of a king or monarch. So God is saying here, how does all this tie in together? God is saying here that he is in control of what happens in time of all the ages, what exists in the time and in space. And as it relates to the Ukraine, he's in control and he has a purpose for what is going on there in the Ukraine. And his purpose with the second scripture in the book of Jeremiah says that he's, he's in the process of rooting out, pulling down, destroying, throwing down, and he's going to build and plant in that nation. So he's doing a cleansing in the Ukraine. He's doing a cleansing from the inside out in that particular nation. And he's, he also does it for kingdoms. What God does, he does in total. And he is systematically working out his plan and his purpose for the Ukraine, for Russia, for Crimea, for Eastern Europe, for the whole world. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation is we're on purpose. See, what we're seeing in the world is shifting power. The shifting of power. God is shifting 
the nations and those who are in power in the nation, those who are in authority in the nation. He's shifting those things. He's moving out some. He's bringing, he's, he's bringing down some. He's lifting up others. There's a great move of God that's happening in all the nations of the world. And the, there's a shifting of power. So we're in the valley of decision. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. We're in a valley of decision, which means we must choose sides. When I say we, every person on the face of the earth must choose sides. As God is shaking and shifting things, he's shaking and shifting things because there's a war that's going on in the heavenlies. heavenlies and the war is going on between those who are representing the kingdom of God and those who are representing the kingdom of the God of this, 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 this world, Satan himself. There's a battle going on. And we have to decide, are we going to align with God and what he is doing and what his word says? Or, or are we going to align with, with, with the enemy and what he's doing? We're in a valley of decision. Every person on the face of the earth, we must choose sides. And Jesus illustrates this, why, it's, why it is necessary for us to choose sides. He gave me this scripture this morning. The Holy Spirit did. Matthew chapter 13, verse 12. And I'm going to read the New Living Translation version of the scripture. And it reads, to those who listen to my teaching, this is Jesus speaking, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Did you hear that? See, because we're in a valley of decision, every person on the face of the earth has to decide, make a decision which direction they would take and whose kingdom would they be a part of. Jesus is saying for the, pe the people who would choose him and listen to his teaching, they'll get even more understanding about what's going on and how to make the right decisions in their lives. And their knowledge will increase. They will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have is going to be taken away from them. That's why it's very important to make a decision. If a person decides to remain the way they are, they will still lose that which they have, that understanding that they have, they will lose. But if they make a decision that they will listen to the word of God, go to God with, with questions and give God their lives so that the Holy Spirit will lead them will give them wisdom that comes from heaven. Then it will increase their abundance and understanding of God and the things of God and what's happening even in the world today will increase. Talking about we're on purpose. See, God's providential hand is at work. And we don't have much time to decide. If you choose to continue business as usual, you will find those familiar, those who, who are doing those things the way they've always done, those familiar ways of doing things and of thinking will frustrate you and it'll keep you, it will also keep you bound to those things, bound to the things of the past. See, God is always moving forward. He's always moving forward and moving us towards our future. We cannot stay where we are. Because today, today that we're living in today will be tomorrow. Think about it. The future is always before us. And the question is, will we allow God to guide us in our future? Or will we try to ourselves work out our future? And this is really, 
the time to decide. God wants me to emphasize this. We're on purpose. We're on his purpose, his divine purpose, his divine timeline. But you still have the ability to choose how you will live. Will you live according to God, according to his way of thinking, his way of of living, his way of that he's shown us in his word, how we should live? Or will we live our own way or the way of the world? We're free to make a decision, but we don't have much time. That's why you see such warfare going on. Talking about we're on purpose. In 2020, of course, there was the pandemic, COVID-19. And when all of that happened, there was many things that were hidden before that God allowed to be unveiled. And as we saw things that were taking place in our educational system, we saw a lot of uh, schemes that were happening with social media in terms of people being, being censored, people being canceled. We had the cancel culture. We see that we left the old world, the old order of things. We vacated the old order. Yet we've not inherited the promise yet. We're on a journey. We're heading towards the promised land. It's very similar to when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. They came out of over 400 years of Egyptian bondage. And when they went out on their way to Canaan, which is the promised land, when they were in the wilderness, they had to experience those things before going into Canaan. And for those of you who are familiar with this story, we saw that along the way, some of the people did not make it because of the decisions they made, because of the rebellion. Well, just like things were in the past with the children of Israel, we can see our journey. When I say we, I mean everyone on the face of the earth. Everyone on the face of the earth were impacted by the pandemic. And that pandemic, we're just coming out of it. We're not completely out of it yet. And we're on our way to, I will say, better days. We really are. Things are turning around. There's a war that's going on. You see the war that's going on with all the things that are happening in social media, with what's happening with Disney, with which what's happening with Twitter, which was just happening with CNN in terms of it being sold. There's so many things that are going on. What's happening in terms of parents who are who are who are really pushing back on some of the things that their children were being taught in the educational system. There's so many things going on, but it's all designed to get us to the place that God will have us to be talking about we're on purpose we left the old order and we've not yet inherited the promises but we're heading towards the promised land see the world as we knew it shifted things we once knew have changed and they will never go back to the way they were before i have a greater understanding now of what god told me in 2000 and it was in 2018 when he said to me, everything has changed, nothing as, is as it once was, nor would it ever be again. I have a better understanding of that now. A prophetic teacher by the name of Adam Schindler, I was listening to him this week, and he helped, he helped me to understand that in, in an even greater measure. He stated, we're in the in-between spaces. We're not in the old. We're not the way things were before the pandemic. We're not in that old order. But we're not yet in the new. And he said, when you're in the in-between time, that's when we're to keep watch. 
in this in-between spaces, in the in-between spaces, he said the old world that we have known, people get comfortable in that and they want to stay in bondage rather than face the unknown. And we have to make sure that that's not our story. He went on to say that justice is coming from God and that which is erupting, the eruption that we see on earth is coming out as conflict. Talking about we're on purpose. See, the conflicts are going on throughout the world. The war in Ukraine, various governments that are changing, various battles that are ensuing even within within nations. All of that is happening because it's erupting because of the change is taking place. And, and as the man of God, Adam Schindler said, justice is coming from God. And when justice is coming from God, there's always going to be a pushback from the kingdom of darkness. But it is coming and we're to be encouraged. Talking about we're on purpose. In 1975, I mentioned this before in, in previous messages that I've, that I've shared with you. There were two men of God, one by the name of Lauren Cunningham, and the other was Dr. Bill Bright. Lauren Cunningham was over a group called Youth on a Mission, and Dr. Bill Bright was over Campus Crusade for Christ. The two of them decided to get together to have lunch. And when they got together to have lunch, they found out that God had given both of them, neither one of them knew this, of course, what we call today seven mountains of influence. In other words, what, what Lauren Cunningham said, he said that these were seven spheres of influence which will help us shape society for Christ. But sometimes you were you were here referred to as the seven mountains of influence. And those seven th these are seven areas that God gave both of these men that we, in terms of a society, can focus on in order to change a society or turn a society to Christ. And the seven areas, you may hear them, you may, you may read them and it may be modified a little bit, but the seven areas that uh, Dr. Bright and Lauren Cunningham had were the home. So we in our homes, it's a place where we can change for Christ. The church, or in some place you hear, they'll say religious mountain. All of them also refer to as mountains of influence. Or spheres of influence. So the home, the church, the educational system, the government, the media, arts and entertainment, and commerce and science and technology sets in those areas. So those seven spheres of influence can help shape a nation, a society for the Lord. And what we mean by that is, is if people who are in those spheres of influence were to take the kingdom of God into those spheres of influence, we'll still change. See, right now, God is restoring us. And we see that there's conflict in the media mountain, particularly in social media. God is shaking that whole mountain. He's shaking them all. But one of the mountains of influences that we see, two of them that we see that are really, really in the forefront, one of them being, like I said before, the media mountain, social media, which what's happening right now with Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. There's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of, 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 of dialogue and there's a lot of, of activity around that. And God is shaking it. God is the one who touched Elon Musk's heart for him to pursue and to, and to change that mountain, 
that mountain. Help change a part of it. And he's only has a part of it with Twitter, but it's just the beginning. God is moving. He's going to send different people into different these different spheres and different parts of society where we will see God's hand. And this conflict you see, as the man of God mentioned about the conflict that's going on and the conflict that's erupting, it's a part of the change. It's a part when change, when transformation is taking place, when there, an old order is being pushed out and a new order is coming in, there will always be conflict. There will always be change. The second mountain that there is conflict is the educational mountain because many parents are now, because of the pandemic, they've actually had a closer look at what their children were being taught in the schools. And many of them are pushing back on things that they don't believe that their children should be taught. And one of the things that happened, a government kind of got involved in it, was for the state of Florida, the Governor DeSantis and the Parental Rights and Educational Bill that passed. And some refer to it as the, don't say gay, but it's the Parental Rights and Education Bill. That's what it's called. And so there's much conflict going on. But remember, we're on purpose. And God, he is with us. God is restoring our voice. One thing that happened with the pandemic, remember we had to wear a mask. In some places, we're still wearing masks. We had a mask mandate which means that our mouths were covered. And I told you last week that we're in the, the era of pay, P-E-Y, the era of the mouth. That P-E-Y is a Hebrew word which means mouth. And the enemy tried to cover our mouths with this whole mask mandate, the things with the mask so we couldn't speak. But God is restoring our voice. He wants us to speak what he says about every matter so that we can remain on purpose. Remember, we're on purpose and we're on his divine purpose. God is taking away this old order. It's being overthrown by a formidable opponent. And it's the opponent of the opponent is the kingdom of heaven. Heaven is coming down and aligning with earth, with the people of God who decree and declaring that the United States of America Come forth. You will fulfill God's divine purpose for you. America will be saved. Amen and amen. I want to speak to those people today who never thought about whether or not they were on purpose, or even if there was a purpose for their lives in general. And they didn't really look at what's happening today in the world as a conflict. They just thought it was just a normal way of how things happen. But now, because God has led you to hear this message today and for you to see things from his perspective, you, I'm asking you especially, those of you who don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, who have to make a decision, we all, whether we're in the kingdom of God or outside of the kingdom of God, we have to make a decision for him. And those of us who are in the kingdom have to make sure that we're aligning with him in every area of our lives. Those of us who are outside of the kingdom, you have no covenant with him. You have no covering. So that those of you today who are outside of the kingdom who recognize that you do want a covering, you do want to be on purpose, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for drawing me to hear this message today. I never realized that my life was not on purpose. I thought I had everything in control. And yes, I knew things would happen at times that would frustrate me, but God, I know that I need you. I know that I need to be on purpose and I need to make a decision for your kingdom. I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross and I believe that you were raised from the dead. And I believe that if I ask you 
you will forgive me of my sins. So, Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins and let me be a part of your family. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for opening up your heart, opening up your kingdom to me and letting me be a part of your family. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis is a New Creation. And remember, Phyllis is a New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, we're on purpose, was birthed from the throne room of heaven and the Holy Spirit himself spoke this to me. You can find Phyllis is a New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, a new A-N-E-W, creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. And don't forget to put the word podcast during your search. For those of you who like to sow into Phyllis's new, a new creation, I have two ways that you may do so. First, I have a cash app. And my cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Again, it's dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. One more time, dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. And for those of you who like to write and send a check, you may send a check to Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, apostrophe S, A new A-N-E-W, creation, C-R-E-A-T-L-N. And my address is 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida. That's L-A-U-D-E-R-H-I-L-L, Florida, 33351. Again, that's Phyllis a New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, L-A-U-D-E-R-H-I-L-L, Florida, 33351. And this week, one thing I want to tell you that I added, for those of you who want to want to uh, send me a little note or somehow reach out to me, you may reach out to me at Phyllis's, really it's at Phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, A-N-C at gmail.com. Again, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, A-N-C at gmail.com. You can just say hi or expound on something that may have caught your attention. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everyone who heard this message today. And I pray that they recognize, everyone who heard the message today, that we're on purpose. We're on your purpose. And God, I pray that everyone that's under the sound of my voice will make a decision for you, God. For those of us who are already in the household of faith, we will follow you, God, all the way. Everything that you instruct us to do, we will do. We will will obey you and submit our lives completely to you. And God, for those who made the decision today because of the prompting of the Holy Spirit who are now in your kingdom, they will know that they're on purpose. Amen. Have a wonderful day.